September 14th, 2020, and Raw is in your face. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Justin Labar and Matt Morgan. So much tonight. Oh, well, that's even better, Matt. It's better than what I had. <laughs> I mean, you know, all singing, all dancing edition of the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Um, we had some movement on Retribution tonight. We had a weird title match. Can I can the, I interrupt yeah, please, for a please. very important important announcement? So I just got uh, an, a city email, dear mm-hmm. Mayor Morgan. This is still when I was married. Um, congratulations on your forty fourth birthday. It is amazing to see what one person can do and accomplish uh, when he wants to help the people he represents. You have shown what determination can accomplish. What when he desires. You went from basketball to wrestling and then into politics and even film. I think it's mm-hmm. that a little bit backwards. Um, you got so many medals and awards, I don't even know where to start. You've accomplished what almost no one has. No, I'm pretty sure no one has. Um, except for Glenn Jacobs. Mm. Um, it's an accomplishment that you should be proud of. I am sure there are times where the job gets tough and you are thinking, why are you doing this? However... There are people out there need your service and appreciate what you are doing. Keep up the great work. I would appreciate if you can write back. And let me tell you right now, my friend, Shane Longer, I will write back from New York, who sent this letter all the way to um, Florida here Hmm. in Longwood. I will write back, my friend. In fact, I just literally signed a lot of people because my city email address is public record. They, they send their wrestling 8 by 10s here, Glad and wrestling oh, wow. trading cards. And they think they're slick by sending it there and trying to get it passed. Meanwhile, our city clerk has to open up every single piece of article of mail before we're allowed to receive it. And she's like, I've never seen anything like this. I go, hello? As a former wrestler, lady, what do you expect? Um, and I sign every one of them. I sign them all back. I, I, I'm sorry, I send them all back. And uh, this is cool because, good Lord, when's the last time I wrestled again? 2013, 2014? That's cool as shit. So It is. I'm as big of a mark as those that write me, and I appreciate it. So with that, folks, we have a stupendous version of wrestling and podcast tonight here from Monday Night Raw, which I absolutely hate. I'm more. I hate, I hate Monday Night Raw. Oh, hold on a second, guys. Hold on, I got a letter or two. Uh, dear Mr. Rubenstein, you have not responded to our three previous attempts to collect the money you owe us, so we wanted to let you know we're going to be escalating your action. <laughs> oh, wait. this is I thought this was a fan letter. That's a bill. That's yeah. I'm more... Uh, call those, those little gimmicks you get in the mailbox? <laughs> a collection letter. Oh, uh, I'm more sorry. impressed that Matt is getting old-fashioned snail mail. Right? Me too. It takes a lot of time, <laughs> right, to type that stuff out. Yeah. No, I'm I'm impressed, Matt. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I am. That's I think it's very nice. I think it's very nice when people especially take time out. You know, I got uh Especially nowadays, though. I actually got a really nice uh one of our fans um from the UK sent me a cross stitch and a letter. Uh she watches our podcast all the time. And uh yeah, I think it's amazing. We have the best fans. We have the best, best, best fans. I agree. And most loyal, uh, most loyal for sure, yeah, yeah. Jess, Jess, uh, from uh, the UK who uh, sent me a Ms. Pac Man cross stitch after mentioning how much I love Ms. Pac Man. Why, why Ms. Pac Man over Pac Man, dude? Ms. Pac Man, it's faster, it's more that. challenging. Um, I think it's got more levels. 
Like, Ms. Pac-Man is the superior. It's the Godfather 2 of video games. I don't remember the difference. I apologize. Dude, play Ms. Pac-Man. It is... Because when you play Pac-Man, you're like, this feels really slow and predictable. Ms. Pac-Man is so much faster. Okay. Yeah. I remember Ms. Pac-Man being on, like, one of the very first tabletop, like, flat, like, this way. Like this the bar, way. Yeah, the barcade, like, the cocktail machine. I, I remember being that way from the first time I played it. Versus yeah. Pac-Man being a stand-up arcade, but I'll digress. Oh, Pac-Man. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, Miss Pac-Man. Miss yeah. Pac-Man. Seriously. Uh, anyhow, let's uh, hop into <coughs> Raw tonight. No. Big news at this. No. No. I hate Raw. Tonight's just Miss Pac-Man and yeah, ahead, maybe I'll some I'll Galaga stop. talk. Maybe Galaga. Maybe Dig Dug if we really feel saucy. Let's talk cereal. Yes, Dig Dug. Let's talk cereal. Well, you know, speaking you, of regression. You don't want to talk cereal with me and Glenn right now, dude. We're killing. Say, Glenn. What are we talking Oh, talk? God, God. Magic Spoon opened a portal back in time this the past best. weekend. My house. Uh, there was cartoons. We were watching Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go to the movies, which was charming as hell. Uh, but Magic Spoon Remember being a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons, eating all yep. that sugary cereal. Your parents would say, yeah. oh, "We only have this once in a while, but during during uh <laughs> during the week, you're gonna get the shredded wheat. We're gonna give you some twigs and berries and only uh, chew Saturday on that. mornings, Glenn. That's all we got it for. Saturday mornings, well, the good stuff. Now we're adults, and it could be Saturday morning every morning, and even better. What if you could take that great taste of the breakfast cereal you loved when you were being a kid? Yeah, make it healthy. You could have it with low carbs, low sugar, uh, oh. make it healthy. And Magic Spoon has done just that. Zero sugar, 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. And they've got four flavors. So good. Cocoa, so good. fruity, frosted and blueberry. So Tastes good. amazing. Too good to be true. Uh, so since they've been sponsoring this podcast, they sent us all cereal. The blueberry just like disappeared. Blue. That's my blueberry favorite. Is, same here. It's, our, it's my favorite. My wife's favorite is the frosted flake version. Mine is yeah. the blueberry version. Yeah, so it is based on those classic childhood cereals. Cocoa's like Cocoa Puffs. Fruity's like Fruit Loops. Frosted's like Frosted Flakes. Blueberry's like Blueberry. Um, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, yeah. grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. Um, everybody who tries this loves this. And we've got a deal for our audience. If you go to magicspoon.com yes. slash W-I-N-C, grab a variety pack, try it today. And when you use our code W-I-N-C at checkout, you're going to get free shipping on your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash W-I-N-C. Use that code W-I-N-C for free shipping. So, so guys, really quick, none of you are going to be eating one serving of this cereal. Nobody does. It's always two and a half generally servings, I will argue. <laughs> so you're getting, you're getting at least 22 grams of protein. I will promise for the majority of this show and the listeners and watchers, no disrespect, that will be the most protein you get in your daily meals. Try it. It feels like you're cheating on your diet. I promise you you're not. It is the shit. You will it's, not regret this. It's really good. When it when it came in the mail, like, so my wife, she was into it because my wife, uh, she she's gluten-free because she was born okay. with celiac disease. She was one of the first 10,000 people they ever documented that had this thing called celiac disease in the wow. early 80s. Wow. So when she found, so, you know, whenever she gets anything gluten-free, she loved it. Uh, got down with it. My, I have a five-year-old, five-year-old daughter. She loves all the different flavors. My two-year-old, my boy, he loves vegetables. He loves fruit. I can't get him to eat protein, but he will do cereal because he likes milk. So this answered getting him some protein. He, I can't get him chicken, meat. He just, right. he just doesn't get into it. So this has been like great for the entire cool. family because everybody's diet's been uh, better because We're of it. Better. Yeah. And you feel like you're cheating. And you feel like you're, you're right. cheating. 
So, folks, the blueprint is signing off on getting the blueprint, the blueberry <laughs> version of this. Trust the me, blueberry you magic will spoon. Not regret the blueberry magic spoon. I'll talk to them. I'll see if they can get your uh, photo on the box, like a Wheaties situation. It is uh, so good. Magicspoon.com slash WINC. We thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And thank you for supporting our sponsors. Sponsors love advertising on this show because they yep. know that, one, we get really excited about our sponsors. We only take sponsors that we that love, we that we can talk about. And yeah. uh, our audience supports them. So thank you guys for your amazing love supporting our sponsors. And thanks to Magic Spoon and our sponsors for keeping this podcast going. Uh, fun Times with Games, Buck99 saying, I agree with Matt, Raw Street Trash. Skip it. Wow. Tell us how you yes. really feel. Let's talk about Back to the Future. <laughs> the new 4K uh, UHD Blu-ray coming out next month. I pre-ordered it the other day. Jesus uh, Valdez, $2. Thank you for the super chat. And Krana Shah with a $5 super chat. Matt, Weekly Monday, John Silver, Better Than Raw. Always mm -hmm. hilarious. That dance-off, Anna Jane, in the men's bathroom, and more Eddie Kingston promo classes, please. First of all, the Being the Elite series... Uh, the latest episode destroyed running it raw tonight. You guys have got to go back and watch it. Eddie Kingston was hilarious on it. But more importantly, my boy, that I'm the number one member of the fan club of, John Silver, destroyed it tonight in a dance contest with, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? Unico? What's, not Unico. What's his name? Uh, Angelico? Angelico? Angelico. Angelico. Angelico and uh, Jack Evans. They did it again. Oh, yeah. By the way, Jack Evans and Angelico could freaking dance. But uh, also friends of Sam Adonis. <laughs> you don't say. Shocker. America's Shocker. sweetheart, Sam Adonis. Shocker. Oh, the guy that does magic, Richie Morgan over there that does, that does the magic. You guys know what magic is. Magic's a department in, in WWE, WWE backstage yeah. that creates all the gimmicks. All the little devices that you don't that, that they put on behind stage, and then you bring out to the ring, and you hope it works out. Um, he will, dude. I love Sam Adonis. He's a family friend, but that he's a name dropper. I'm just throwing it out there. This is just, all the slow build towards. I'm, just, uh, I'm going WrestleMania the weekend. Back, just tossing it out. Yes, Matt Morgan versus Sam Adonis in Los Angeles for charity. But I'm 2021. Old. I'm old. No, I don't want to wrestle Sam. Adonis. I'm old. I'm I want to man. Yeah, I want to manage Sam to the ring against you, Matt. Sam and I was going to help with choke slam. Sam, you can take a choke slam. <laughs> the, older, the older you get, is it more before each match being like, okay, so here's the stuff that I don't allow, and here's what you can do, and uh, this you no, got to clear with me ahead of time. It's totally trying to Kevin Nash your way out of shit. And I'm and I, <laughs> trying to be like, mm. no, listen, how about this? I shit you up. You duck like five times. You duck five clotheslines. <laughs> I catch him across body, and you give you a fallaway slam. I go for a choke slam. You duck it. You kick me in the gut. You go for the DDT. But nope, I reverse. Like little basic shit like that. Uh, Dustin Eck, $5, pointing out the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is having a reboot. Check out Will Smith's what? Instagram. Yeah. 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 It, this is cool. This is this is a guy. This is a, a filmmaker who made a trailer, Matt. And he and he made the trailer under the premise of what if the Fresh Prince was done as a more like drama. Not as much comedy, but drama of like, you know, Will having trouble in the streets of Philly going to he did have right but but he but, went but back right but more of a he drama feel more, more of a drama a feel well so they they put this 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 the, the filmmaker put this out like a year ago will smith saw it was so impressed with it will smith is going into business with this filmmaker and they are actually That's cool will how about this how about guy. this i think it's uh, glenn correct me if I'm wrong is it is it is it peacock whoever it is peacock, it, peacock i ordered, hate that word change that name 
All right. Well, the streaming NBC streaming service ordered not one, but they already ordered two seasons of it. You never see two seasons ordered for a reboot. You do when Will Smith's name is yeah. attached to it. Seriously, it's yeah. Will Smith. I right? think Quincy Jones is coming back into. Oh wow! You know, speaking wow. of uh, Peacock, the streaming service Matt hates the name of the new season yes. of AP Bio dropped, and there is a professional Man. wrestling episode that has Ron Funches, Damian Sandow, and Lillian Garcia. It's a very Who, charming episode. Who cares? Raise your hand right now, everybody. It's that, a funny that's show. What I man. That's what I thought. Matt's not down with Ron Funches. He's funny. I love Ron Funches. Very nice guy, too. Uh, John Cena's bald spot, $5. Flip between <laughs> Raw and Monday Night Football. I love every time Matt pops for that. Uh, flip between Raw and Monday Night Football. Mostly stuck to Monday Night Football, so glad it's back. Gives me something to help get me through Raw. Um, I feel like... But, it, but it's true, though. I feel that Raw benefits from a distraction. Having something else to do. And I think that's why... You know, it's actually funny. People talk about how social media friendly WWE programming is. I think because sometimes if you're not on Twitter, you're bored as hell watching the show. It's yes, like, I are. need to be able to crack wise and talk about this with people, you know? Crack wise? Yeah, wise cracks, you know? You, you sound like my dad. <laughs> Before he like backhand me. <laughs> I'll teach your son for cracking wise. Treating, yeah. uh, treating Matt like uh, Rollins treated Murphy tonight. Uh, Luchasaurus was unmasked and being the elite dude is handsome. Fun time was with games, saying with his buck 99. We no, talked about this. No, he was not. He had his, he did this. Oh. Every time the camera came over, he did this at least. So good like try. When, like you'll when never, Kiss used to hide their identity. Or the fact <laughs> that you'll never catch me off guard on a BTE episode. I've never missed one. It's my favorite show. It just Valdez, $2 more. Thank you, uh, sir. Uh, keep up the great work. You guys make my Mondays. Well, thank you. Thank this you. chat room is what makes Monday Night Raw fantastic. Uh, definitely makes it entertaining. Uh, to tonight's show, the big takeaway from this opening promo with Drew McIntyre and Street Clothes is that it's going to be an ambulance match at Clash of the Champions uh, between Drew and Randy Orton. And then they set up for later in the night uh, that said, hey, if uh, uh, basically, so what's this? If Orton is unable, based on the beatdown Drew gave Orton last week, if Orton's unable to uh, face McIntyre Clash of Champions, if Lee wins his main event match tonight, then he'd be the one to challenge Drew at Clash of Champions. This is very convoluted, especially considering uh, how that last match shook out. Um, I feel like sometimes they really try and manufacture stakes where they just don't exist. It's going to be a three-way between these guys at Clash of Champions, right? Although in an ambulance match, how could it be? Hmm. You got to get both guys in the stretcher across the line. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely try to manufacture stakes. So you're right. Uh, Jackson Callens, four ninety-nine. Hey, Matt Peacock, much love, boys. Thank you, Jackson. <laughs> Jackson, you got jokes now. I see He's how it tro- is, trolling, Matt. I love it. You know what, Jackson? <laughs> Maybe a little somebody on here will start ignoring your DMs going forward. How do you feel about that, Jackson? <laughs> I'm just joking, Jackson Gallons. Matt's got heat with everyone. He's just he's he's in a fight. I don't want to cover Ron tonight. I hated this. He's got heat with me. I'll I'm, shut up. I'll, I'll tell you I, what I'm most I pissed about the episode tonight. And Matt, I'm sure it. it was the low point for you as well. What they did to Mickey James tonight was so insulting with the ending. Wait of that a minute. Match. You can't possibly mean first bout Hall of Famer Mickey James. With the best working punch, men or women, in the game. You can't that possibly finish. that, Mickey James, can you? 
the, yeah, I do mean that, Mickey James, indeed, who did not pass out, did not tap out. The so ref terrible. called the match when it looked like she actually had Asuka in a pretty legit pin, reversing <laughs> the submission. Yes. Yes. Um, like, this, uh, like, this just infuriated me. Uh, but before that, let's talk about the Street Profits versus Sasara and Shinsuke Nakamura. Street Profits getting the win here on their home turf. 50-50 being, booking being what it is, I assume. It's going to go the opposite way on Friday. Uh, Justin, what do you think? What'd you think about how uh, this match, um, how uh, 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 we don't throw to Justin first, we throw to Matt Morgan oh, first. Yes. Um, I'm just joking, Justin. Go ahead. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> no, you, you got to have something good to say now. Let me hear something good. It, there's a lot of pressure on me now. Yeah. Well, all right. Ready? Ready? Here, Sam Adonis, bro. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> well, back when I was in New Japan and um, uh, Nakamura was a young boy at the time. I know it's crazy, <laughs> but like he was a young boy at the time. And like we went to a steakhouse. And I told him he needs to get bigger. He needs to get bigger. So I told him he needs to eat way more of that steak at, at the steakhouse. And he's gotten bigger since then. And, like, it's really cool to sit back and watch what, what, what a marvel of his career he's been able to make. Just because Sam career. can do a 450 and you can't. You don't, you don't got to, like, you know. Hate. Yeah, hate. I've got one better, and Sam's brother can prove this. I, my friend, could do much better than that. I can do a shooting star at the top rope. And well, anybody from OVW will prove me right on that. And I almost got fired for doing it, but we'll, I'll digress. Jim Cornette goes, I'm not paying you to be a, nobody here is paying you to be a seven foot. Goddamn Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> and to his credit, he was correct. Nobody wanted to see that. Nowadays they do. I was just ahead of my time. I can't imagine your long, lengthy ass doing a shoot star press. You have to jump as high as you you as high as possible. Yeah, swear to Christ. If Brock's big ass, are you kidding me? Of course I could. But he's six four. If he's six, have, but he's six four. I, you're not. Okay, and you're I have taller. on the and I have an on the record for five star camp all American. You can look this up. This is public record. A thirty eight inch vertical leap. Look that up, folks. You know what Vince Carter's vertical leap was? Thirty six. That's right. White boy was shattering backboards all over the country. Not to mention what he was doing on the basketball court. Uh, Matt Morgan, nobody cares. I don't even know what that means. This is Jim Cornette impression, which sounds like Mr. Hankey from South Park. Yeah, a little bit. Mother! (laughs) Yikes. But this match, let's get let's get to the match, though, for real. Um, In any other setting, this would be cool, but we we know what's going to come of this. And that's so frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating because I wanted to see Cesaro. I bought in one more time because Cesaro started getting wins. He got wins when he became a tag team with Nakamura and they won the tag titles. And I stupidly bought the bait one more time. And you, you know where this is going. It's going to be 50-50. And, it, and it's frustrating as hell because you're always hoping you're there for when Cesaro finally breaks through that glass ceiling, brother. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like what Matt said. I, I didn't have a ton of interest in this because I was like, I don't think it's going to ultimately mean anything. So I'm, I am switching around. I am watching football. I'm, 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 I'm going around the dial. I will say though, I caught the finish. I did like the finish of uh, the good. powerful, the powerful slam in on uh, the vertical yep. slam in on of Montez, but but yep. Dawkins gets attacked, so he's legal, hits a splash. So I mean, that was good. But yeah, it's just I. All four of these guys can go. They're fun, and the street profits are fun to watch. But again, I was just kind of like, at the end of the day, this is not. I don't need to be glued to the TV. It, it, oh. this, this, is, this is not a critical moment. 
almost forgot. And those of you that are writing me right now that I'm imagining are writing me, but you're really not saying, Hey Matt, prove that you can do for, uh, 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 shooting star press. Ask Nick Dinsmore, Rob Conway, the Basham brothers, John Cena. Um, I'm trying to think who else was there. Kevin seven Fertig, who was also Mordecai and Travis Tomko where they were there, where literally Cornette came in when we were in the old school of UW arena for practice purposes. Um, back in a place where had holes in the windows, it was a real shitter, but we love that place. Um, it, it was back when we were in Indiana at the time, not Kentucky just yet. And he literally threatened that I will be fired if I ever tried that move again. Hmm. So they all witnessed it. So, Rob, ah. Rob Conway. I remember the entrance music he had. Once upon I remember time. Rob Conway was so underrated. He was yeah. such a good jerky heel. Yes. He was very good. Yes. Well, let me uh, tell you what's going to happen with Cesaro, oh. Shinsuke versus the Street Profits. What? I think uh, they're going to get a rematch on Friday and SmackDown. And, and they're uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke are going to win. You don't say on their own show. And, really? and then you yeah. know what's going to happen the next Pay-per-view? week? Pay-per-view? Oh. They're going to say, uh, you know, why don't we settle once and for all who's the best? We'll put our titles on the line. You put your titles on the line. No. Clash of the Champions. Let's settle this once and for all. I can't possibly see that this happening, Glenn Rubenstein. No way. Of course it's going to happen. I agree 100%. Johnson is bald spot $2 saying thought Justin was impersonating Paul. Oh, Bearford. yes. My Undertaker <laughs> will bury Matt Morgan. <laughs> that was good. I was trying to. Here's what would have topped off the Jim Cornette. You would have known as Jim Cornette if I would have been like, Matt Morgan, mother. God, God damn it, you seven foot. No, God damn it, you seven foot. Waste of piece of bleep. (laughs) No one's paying you to be a goddamn seven foot. Ray Mysterio, you got a mask on. I can't do it. My voice is already going. I can't Uh, do it. I wouldn't wouldn't trade in my Wendy super size to see your big dumb ass jump off the top rope. Ma fuck. Drinking with David at <laughs> $4.99, saying hopefully this leads to unifying the tag titles and introducing new belts at the pay-per-view. Not enough tag teams for both shows. Absolutely. I agree. I agree, David. Yep. And I think uh, to jump ahead, I think Mandy coming to Raw, I think is the same thing. I think that we're going to see Otis and Heavy Machinery on Raw now that tag titles will be cross-brand Wait, in the competition. Out. You think so highly of their sweet storyline. They're not abandoning that, it. Time out. Time out. That they're going to go three... Three talents across the brand because because of what? Because uh, Heavy Machinery will be competing across brands, and so that way they can keep doing Otis and Mandy and those those angles. Yeah, and Matt, and Matt you, you, you know Vince is more involved in Raw, and you know Vince loves a big fat guy getting the blonde hair girl. <sighs> no, that. no, he really doesn't. He likes the opposite. This is Vince McMahon. He's a bully. Uh, Antoine Fair will talk about this. He's asking, so Mickey wasn't hurt. Uh, I thought she was hurt. Uh, Why do you think she was hurt? Antoine? Well, the way they the ref like abruptly stopped the match. I mean, we'll talk about it. I, I missed think, the finish. You guys have to tell me that too. I apologize. I didn't yeah. see that she was hurt. Oh uh, no, she, she Sorry, wasn't Antoine. hurt. Mickey looked com- as confused as the rest of us uh, before yeah, he happened. Again. That's what I thought too. Terry Allen Jr. five twenty saying Wednesday PS five showcase four p.m. Matt watch it with the sun will be a glad moment. People wait, are really hyped for the PS five. Wait, wait, what am I missing here? They're doing the PS5 showcase. They're going to show off some of the new games Wednesday at 4 p.m. on a live Where? stream on Where? the inner interwebs. On? 
I, I just Google it, dude. I mean, what does that do with WWE? Am I missing something? I, I don't. He wants to take. He wants to bring joy to your life no, through the power I of video want, games. Listen to me. I, I I love video games. So is my son. So I want the joy to be brought to me fully. Please do not, Glenn, read his uh, post without you paying for it. By the way, do not reply with money in the super chat. Just explain what you mean in de- further detail, so I don't miss this. Thank uh, you. DNA of TNA Morgan fan. Two dollar and one cent saying, uh, twenty twenty COVID Keith Lee Heart Foundation attire. Ha! Yeah, they switch. They switch them to a singlet. They, they, they yeah. They, it's uh, it's not. You don't think it's better in a, in a dress and a t shirt? I, I would let like him go back. Let him yeah. go back to being shirtless in his in his shorts that he wore in NXT. I think he should be shirtless too in shorts and biker shorts. I agree. Okay, so I, he so he doesn't have six pack abs. He's still he's still he doesn't need it. Doesn't yeah, right. It. He's still athletic as hell. Who cares yes, if he doesn't he have is. you know? And, and that's what makes it more impressive that he does all the crap he does. It also it also makes him a little bit relatable. How many wrestling fans have six pack abs? But then you see a guy who's got a little bit of a belly, and you're like, he okay, loses the relatability the minute he's doing the high flying crap that he can do and the athletic things he can do that the beer drinker in the first row sure as hell can't yeah. do. Double Clutch 95 is saying, check PlayStation's Twitter for the live stream Wednesday at 4. Omar Camacho saying you can find it on YouTube. Uh, Thank you, Joey Dorjan saying it's a PlayStation 5 announcement. We announced the games and the price is coming out in November. Can't believe it's coming out in November. Two months. Um, PS5. God, I'm old. I'm still on PS4. Uh, I'm on track, actually. Not for PS4 and Xbox One X. Uh, I'm on track. Jody Shauna Jenkins, Canadian $5. Hey, Matt, what was the better finisher, the Garvin Stomp or the Master Lock? Is this really a female asking me this? I want to determine this because <laughs> there's know. no there's no way that you'd be interested in the Garvin Stomp or the Master Lock. This is a rib of a question. You're being catfished. Yeah, it's one of our fans uh, using their catfish yes, account. There we go. I'm totally being catfished. <laughs> You're I'm being right. catfished. But I'm going to give it to my boy Chris Masters because I came up with the masterpiece. Ask him in an interview. Okay. I'll tell you the truth. I came up with the blueprint and then the masterpiece. Uh, six months later for his title name. So backstage, we saw Zelina Vega. She's had enough. Uh, she was yelling <laughs> at Garza and Andrade about you know their, their losses and their setbacks. Uh, she stormed off, and then Garza and Andrade brawled when we went to commercial break. Which was uh, cool. Then we had Cedric Alexander versus Ricochet tonight. Thank God Cedric Alexander got this win. Um, I have to say, I like this promo. And I like to heal Cedric. Like, I think that this oh, is the most we've seen of his personality I so I far. I agree with that. And this is a shame. The reason I say it's a shame is because why do you always have to be a heel to show your personality in wrestling nowadays? I don't get it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The writers write cooler shit for the heels for whatever rhyme or reason. And this is the problem when you... And I, I don't mean disrespect on this. I don't. When you hire geeky nerds straight out of college to write your show, they're going to show way more attention to writing, excuse me, I don't know how to explain this, for, because I'm, I'm, I'm old, I'm going to do the best I can with this, for the for Arthur Franzarelli, way more than they're going to write for Richie Cunningham. They're going to be way more interested in that. They're going to be way more emotionally invested in that, because they're not Arthur Franzarelli, if that makes sense. So, I think the baby faces have been screwed over for such a long time when it comes to their promo department and what these creative idiots do not write for the baby faces, but always do write for the heels. Again, it, uh, the objective as a heel is to do what? To go out and get booed and get heat. 
Yeah. They don't they don't do that. They they write great great material for heels where I'm going, this is pretty cool. I'm gonna cheer for him. I like this. I'm well, entertained by this. Well, Matt, to be fair to that, and I, I get a point of what you're saying. You know, I mean, you know, wrestling's built on uh, sex and violence, and if you get writers who have never had sex and have never been in a fight, there's a problem. Stop but I will Kevin say, Kevin Ash, stop quoting Kevin Ash. Continue. I'm I'm quoting Kevin because I I I I'm quoting Kevin. Yeah, he said it to me enough. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna re- repeat it on air. But but yep. here's the thing: is also in this day and age, if you actually are a, a truly effective heel who gets heat. Oftentimes, you get that whole X Pac nonsense thrown at you, and all, and and like there's a oh, there's like, there's too yeah, much yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. you know. Like Baron Corbin's a good heel, but he doesn't get credit for being a good heel. He gets credit for oh, we want him to go away, but everybody wants to praise. I don't, you know what I mean? Like there's like that cool factor of being a heel. It, it's it's almost not cool to be a babyface unless you're a babyface who buries your opponent. You know what I mean? It's 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 yeah. a weird it's a weird dynamic too. It is a weird conundrum. It, but, I agree with that. But to the match, I just want to say this: the finish of this. It was awesome how Ricochet sold, sold like the the the. It was almost like a code breaker type of thing. It was. Um, I agree. This, that was really good looking. But yeah, I like Cedric as a heel. But was it good looking? Uh, was it good looking? It was good looking. We Tina Miller. It? I was attracted to it. We I want to point out. Siced. Uh, women can ask questions about wrestling finishers. In fact, I, I do think Matt. One thing I will say is that it wasn't this way in the eighties. But I mentioned like. Time out. No, huh. no, 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 no. Because I'm an equal opportunist on here. That's what's yeah. calling people out. When you ask me finishers between the Garvin Stomp from 1980-nothing and just randomly non-champion ever being, my good friend, though, I'd say, Chris Masters? <laughs> Didn't say anything about a woman asking it, Tina. Quit trying to stir the pot, my friend. Get back in line. Next. We, I think it was the profile Tina, pick. Tina, come way more correct than that. Come on, you're never going to catch me slipping, Tina. Good try. I don't know. That I will was say this. weak as shit, Tina. Come on, you're much better than that. In the 80s, Who I don't remember. Who asked that? Who said Tina that? Miller asked it. No, but no. Well, you questioned if Jody Jenkins was a woman or not. We questioned. Yeah, it. you thought that it no, was. No, you said I was being catfish, which I still <laughs> no, have no clue. Before, what before that has to do no, with no, no. Why before, would somebody ask me about before a that between 1980 Ron Garvin? <laughs> yeah. Just roll randomly. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Chris Masters, Master Lock. Let's pick that one. Roll the tape back before I said not catfish. the RKO. Not before like I said catfish. You said you said the Master Lock. You said there's no clown, my boy Chris Masters. Before I said catfish, you said there's no way this is a woman asking this. And that's when I said catfish. So you did technically say there's no. I said this can't be a serious question. No, you said it couldn't be a woman. (laughs) Roll the tape back. You said this can't be a woman. That's when I said, oh, you're being catfish. Then I stand corrected. How about that, Tina Miller? So, in fairness, in the '80s, I don't remember any girls in my classes being interested in Hulk Hogan that era of wrestling. I will say in the Attitude Era. I dated a number of women who were really into wrestling. One who had Triple H, triple H in her AOL we're screen name. The hook here. Why would but anybody in God's name because, ask? Because Bonnie I think the, Garvin Stomp. Well, I think women could be just Masters poor Master Lock challenge. In fact, Matt, I, I would think, think this that, was a mockery question. <laughs> I've met quite a Chris few women. Masters does not deserve this. I've met quite a few women that are more hardcore about wrestling and stats and stuff like that than the men. You know, and look at it. We've seen examples of it online. Like, female fans are just as hardcore as men, which is awesome. Yeah. Today, you know? they are, no question. 
Yeah, so I think that you can have a knowledge of, of history and uh, want to ask this question. But would you, regardless, guy, girl, I don't care what the freak sex you are, you can be cat or dog for all I care. Yes. Why would you ask Ronnie Garvin versus Chris Masters? Maybe it was Chris Masterson under his catfish account. Because this was a faux question. This was not a real question. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, it was to mock my friend Chris Masters. Continue. Uh, retribution. Oh, retribution. No, not uh, oh, retribution. Go retribution, you mean. So tonight, they Go got away. this promo, uh, corrupt machine, garbage, blah, 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 blah. But tonight was the first time they let slip their performance center people who were overlooked and cast aside. We've been thinking all along they've been building it like it was talents that got released. Got the, um, got the shaft, right? Got Yeah, I agree. I, I was hoping that's what it was. Yes, and instead it's... Uh, I don't know. I mean, are we, do we really feel sorry for Performance Center? People that haven't been given opportunities? And if Mia Yim no, is one of them, Dominic Dijakovic, they've gotten them. No, because there's probably a good reason for it. It's because you're not good enough. Sorry. Once again, the only thing that saves us is if like Triple H gets revealed as being a mastermind trying to overthrow Vince. Otherwise, yeah, this kind of comes <sighs> off as like, eh. Okay, is there, so... Is there, is there any way any way at all Biggie can possibly be still the leader of this? Probably summer? not. Uh, wait, so I've got a bigger revelation than uh, Retribution. All secrets revealed. Jody Shauna Jenkins, $2 Super Check Canadian, to say Jody is a guy. So Jody Shauna, it's a couple's profile. Jody is the one, but it's the female, the Shauna's photo. Jody's asking the question. So, aha. Oh. Uh -huh. That's what all this hubbub's about. Eh? Go back, go back. I just say the name. Jody, well, Jody Shana. and Shauna. Jody Shauna. Jenkins. Jody's one person, he's the guy, and Shauna's the girl, and their last name is Jenkins. And that's that picture is Shauna. I still can't believe they thought like that wasn't your real picture. You should you should feel so disrespected and never give another ounce or penny to Raj Gary ever again moving forward, man. <laughs> I mean, smart on I guess smart on the dude for like putting like his I mean, I mean put his I guess his put wife. his wife. He's like, Well, my wife looks better than me. I'll put my wife's photo up. Oh, uh, we, we all would be doing that. Me too. <laughs> The, the chat room is uh, questioning my claim about me dating a number of women. I'd like to point out that three is a number, guys. The way wait, you phrased, wait, 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 the way you out, phrased it out, was wait, like you had I like a... I want to talk about this way more. Way more. Hang on, Justin. What did I miss? Glenn well, said I, I dated a number of women. He made it sound like he had like a wrestling? ring of women in the Attitude Era that had like Triple H tattoos and such. <laughs> no, no, that had wrestling knowledge. And more <laughs> yeah, they were into that, wrestling. Right? Yeah. How many? Um, I'd say probably in the late 90s, probably four or five. Like, but I'm talking like not like long term relationships with so all of them. My Just hookups wife, or what? I we we went on a date or two <laughs> to a wrestling show. No, no, not to a wrestling show. Were you in the band yet? I was in a band at the time. Yes. Okay. So let me get in here. So for every man on here watching this show, every guy, I would say age. Boy, I'm 44, so I'd say age is 40 and over. Yeah, but you've been dating your wife since like preschool. Hang on. <laughs> you you guys will attest to this, I'm sure. <clears throat> my cincher back in college, what cinched me with my wife Larissa was the fact that she would not make me turn off Monday Night Raw or SmackDown when we were dating. And she'd sit there in the uh, part of my armpit on the bed, laying, cuddling, watching wrestling together. She never bitched, never moaned, kept it on. And then the freaking rock showed up. And then, and then 
Larissa became such a wrestling mark. It wasn't funny. She was wearing the, it doesn't matter what you think t-shirts and the rock says, and it was game over. And that's was, I was like, all right, so she is into the nerdy crap that I'm into. I'm going to marry this woman. I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Cause no other girl that I dated were like, you watch wrestling still? Like, damn right. And look at my Hulk Hogan written NWO for life on his uh, <laughs> chest with my marker. Get out of my room, lady. Uh, John Cena's bald spot, $5, saying the sheer ridiculousness of the question is what made Matt question the entire profile as a whole, not that it was a girl asking the question. Thank you, John Cena's bald spot, my favorite ever, ever questioner and uh, uh, profile picture taker. That is the funniest. I didn't know John Cena was bald until he started writing it. That's tremendous. Uh, um, but he's correct. He is correct. You don't ask questions about running Ron Garvin and freaking Chris Master. That's ridiculous. Matt, did you ever work a match with Brock? No, I worked multiple matches. I'd say at least 100 matches, honestly, um, wow. with Brock Lesnar as a tag partner. I was his yeah. heater. Um, me and Nathan Jones were technically brought in as Brock Lesnar's heaters. Like, he really needed a heater. <laughs> but um, that was the heat in that, that in line uh, behind it. Brock, they were trying to make Brock more of a chicken shit pussy heel, if you will, for lack of a better word, which was hilarious to watch because he'd kick everybody's ass in real life. So it was hilarious to watch like me and Nathan would beat up the Bob Hollies, the Shannon Moores, the whomever. And their job was to get through us to get a shot at Brock, but it w really wouldn't happen. And it was hilarious to watch. Brock was a very good chicken shit heel, actually. But uh, I'd say at least 100 matches because I was married to him on house shows. I traveled with him at our arena. I learned a lot from him actually, how to work big. Antoine Fair, $5, pointing out Matt's doing everything to not talk about Raw tonight. Antoine! Uh, <laughs> Shut up, Antoine! Uh, <laughs> He's right. I dude, so you. I watched the I watched the I Teen Titans, you. the Teen Titans Go movie, Teen Titans Go to the Movies over the weekend. I've never seen that cartoon. That movie is one of the most joyful, delightful things I've watched in a long time. Matt, you should watch it with your son if he likes cartoons. He does? It, well, it's what very colorful. I, it's got music. What, what's that? What can I, what can I watch it? Um, it's on Amazon. It's on Hulu. If, or you can okay. stream it with your cable on the TNT app or TBS app. But I'll say this. Uh, it's got some uh, jokes that only adults will get that are a little dark. But for kids, they'll like the music. They'll like the bright colors. It okay. just it was, cool. it was just delightful. And uh, say, very good. Say it again. What's it called? Teen Titans go Teen to the Titans. movies. Thank go you. to the movies. I will steal that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it was very good. It's a, it, it pokes fun at superhero movies. It was fantastic. But hey, let's let's get back and talk about this match. Uh, and I'm not going to go off on retribution. Like I'm trying to be positive and saying maybe we'll get some more. Do we want a bunch of rejects that aren't good enough to be called up on the SmackDown like, NXT or SmackDown uh, Raw? Rather, I don't. And I know for a fact I heard Mojo at the end there. And man, I like Mojo a lot, but. Uh. This is like one of those we couldn't get ice cubes, so we got vanilla ice situations. Which is why um, I go. Which is why I go back to the to the only. <laughs> that's a good one. It's why I go back to the, the only justification can be, if if Triple H is a mastermind later down the road, and they say, and, and they say, and they say, Triple H, you know, like Triple H saw the value in us. We we worked. We were big stars in NXT, but Vince doesn't see it. The because they said tonight the corrupt machine. And they made references to things that often get linked to Vince. Corrupt, Machine. Uh, there was another one, too. So, to get straight, there's more wrestlers that are bitching about not getting opportunities. Yeah. That's just... I've never seen this before. I'm just I saying. I've never, but that, never, never seen this. This is amazing. That's the only one. 
That's the only way to save it. It's amazing. I, mean, I don't know if these guys are there to take over Monday Night Raw or snow shovel my driveway. <laughs> they look you know stupid. What, they look you know stupid. It, you know what it is? Back when society existed and we went out to eat at restaurants, you ever have that situation where you're like, uh, oh, okay, this was good, but this is like an appetizer, right? And it's like, no, sir, uh, this is a shared small plate situation. This is tapas. It's all appetizers. There is no main course. Uh, that was no. the main course. Um, that's what this reminds me of. Like, oh, this is a really good tease. This is going to build to something cool. Uh, no, yeah, this I is as far so. as it's going. Well, that's a shame because I was hoping uh, some of those NXT stars' names you just said yeah. would have a better opportunity on the main roster than this. This is destined to fail if that's what this is. Nothing but you need a huge leader of this group to pick this up out of the shitter right now. Uh, our friend from China, who I can't remember his name, uh, I was saying retribution of celebrities into <laughs> guest spots. Cindy Walker, Seth Green, Freddie Prince Jr., and Betty White, led by Bob Barker. Okay, pop last for that. you lost me on, brother. But nonetheless, that's a better idea than what they got. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so MVP was saying, oh, you better do your job, keep them out of here, setting up what would happen at the end of the night. But then, Mickey... Which, which that's actually good, by the way. That yeah. that that I like. Having yes, the hurt, that was a good wrinkle. Yeah. Having the hurt business go to Adam Pierce, yeah. who's got these rinky-dink security guards who keep getting, you know, shit-canned, it makes sense. Go and say, "Look, we will take care of this place." Yeah. I, and then, and then Adam Pierce is like, "Well, thanks for volunteering." And they're like, "No, you're going to pay." Like that did was you, a good. Did you guys logic. notice? Did you notice? You're right. Did you notice uh, Adam Pierce's security guards on SmackDown this past Friday? No, no. Two African American young men. Did you guys notice them? No. That were my boys, Devon's uh, sons, his twins. Oh, nice. It was awesome to see them. These guys have been wanting to, like, since they, from the womb. I've known these two boys since they were, like, five years old. And to see them as full-grown men and have an opportunity, like, on SmackDown, I know they were going boinkers inside their heads because they oh, yeah. trained at 3D Academy. They're a really good tag team, a very good tag team. But uh, Terrell and, I f- oh, God, I forget the other, Tyrell. I forget the other's name. One of his names is Terrell. They're, they're, they're both nasty as a tag team. And they had an opportunity to be uh, – uh, his security on SmackDown. So I thought that was dope. Good kids. Oh, very cool. Uh, so let's talk Mickey James versus Oscar tonight. A match that was, they, they gave Mickey a lot of offense in this. I was really worried just, it was going to be a squash. And I just realized I give you a Sam uh, 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 quote right there. I apologize. I'll yeah. take that back. Uh, Matt Morgan knows that. I was going to call you out right there. I'm fishing that back. I was going to call you out. But tell I say any of that. That sounds like I'm name dropping. Anyhow, Mickey James got a lot in versus Oscar tonight. This was a much uh, more in-depth match than I thought it was going to be. I really thought this was going to be a squash. Good on Mickey. It made her look credible. I didn't think she was winning, but here's the weirdest part of this is yeah. that uh, you know there were kickouts. Mickey blue. was not getting caught in the Oscar lock, and then mm-hmm. when she finally did, she resisted. It looked like yep. she almost reversed it into a pin, but then so. the referee calls the match out of nowhere saying Mickey tapped out, and then they – Change that quickly to say Mickey said she could or the, M- Mickey could no longer continue. Mickey looked confused as hell because she was fully awake, lucid. This was a Montreal screw job, is what I'm calling. You think Mickey thought she was winning? I think Mickey got screwed over tonight, folks. I'm starting the rumor right now. Mickey James got completely screwed over. She was supposed to go over, and this happened behind her back. <laughs> Can I start it? Will people buy it? <laughs> it I love Mickey like James. It, it looked like it for what it's worth. She looked very confused. I agree, Glenn. 
Um, it's just it's annoying because I think that they've this tonight. Her time, yeah, time so I mean, again? it's her return, and it's odd that she got this. So here's the deal. So I, I want to be really angry about this, but I do have to say the yep. fact that Zelina Vega came out after this match and called out Asuka. And it looks like Zelina is next to get a title shot with Asuka. It's great. I'm really hoping Mickey gets a one-on-one, maybe against Bianca Belair, maybe against Ooh. Peyton Royce. Mickey no, and Bianca no, no, no. would be great. No, Bianca would be great because but what sucks about it though, Glenn, is that they've disrespected Mickey so much instead yeah. of letting her win some matches here. So then when she does do the job to Bianca, Bianca not only be the first battle Hall of Famer, she beat somebody that's like on was quote unquote on the crescendo. In the women's division at the time when she beat her, it means more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, but I I'll miss, take it. Sorry. So I missed this live. I think I was putting my daughter to bed. So I had no idea, but I did oh see. I God. saw. Oh, what? I, I saw on social media people talking about, it, but I didn't see it. I just watched it now. I just watched the what the finish while you guys were talking. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that looks like she didn't know what was going down. She did. And and I've seen that. I know that her husband Nick Aldis. Yeah. I know he made comments in an interview. Right now ask. And people have said since he made those comments uh, in an interview, getting buried. yeah, people have said that like that's kind of like WWE retaliation. I don't know, but that that is a weird finish right there. It was strange. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen with her from here, but yeah, I think her versus Bianca would be fire. Zelina versus Oscar, I think is going to be great. So can't be too mad about this. And we did assume Oscar was winning. Uh, Derek. Hiking in two dollar super chat saying Matt played against number one Duke in '97. Yes, I did. He had hops. Uh, I did. Brian Thank Barry you for saying that. Brian Barry two ninety nine uh, super chat asking Daniel Bryan the leader of Retribution. I think that would be a way they could save this and make it better now. No, but I don't no, know if they're going to no do big that. deal. I, I was just text messaging Mickey James. No big deal. What? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, Guys, this is I am, I, am yeah. I, I am giving you like around the back no look lobs for you all to slam dunk these amazing jokes I'm throwing out there. None of you are getting. You, Chat you, room. You be, you better you better give us the response if she texts back. Okay, oh, so Chat room's got some points. Tammy's yes. saying Bianca destroyed Zelina every time. Why is Zelina getting the title shot? True. I agree with that. Why? Twan Max saying who's Zelina beat? Why is she in the shot? These are correct. <sighs> these are correct replies. And Glenn, you're gonna say because you like Selena's character. No, I, cool I think Vince likes Selena better. Obviously, but, Vince likes but, Selena better. But win-wise, where the frick does she get this match just out of her ass from? I hey, let's just be glad Demi from The Bachelor is not getting a title shot against Asuka next, given how much she's <laughs> True. been on TV. Zelina's never had a singles match on TV, has she? No, she has been in tag she matches. Didn't have, she didn't have Belair one-on-one ever? She had one one-on-one match, I remember really? specifically. Okay. But I think it came out of a tag match. Of course it did. And a maybe six man before yeah, that, maybe probably. it was a six man. I mean, who knows? It's but, uh, ahead, so sorry. Justin Lopez five dollars saying Landstorm tweeted he thinks Mickey's shoulder popped out. Mickey did not look. Ooh. Mickey looked confused, not like I'm injured, not like oh thank God she wasn't nursing anything. Mickey looked like what? Why the hell did this match just end? Well, my buddy will let me know. I'll find that answer. Antoine Fair saying thinks she was concussed with this five dollar super chat. I don't know. Uh, Nightmare Knee, $5. Do you miss when they pushed Asuka as a monster could beat you in a thousand ways? Her match against Mickey James Stone, one of my favorites. That NXT match was great, and that's why tonight I would have liked to see it go a little bit longer. I Maybe. do miss the way they originally booked Asuka. Yes, I agree with that. I think Asuka should always be booked as unbeatable. They need to keep her unbeatable. But then they, they screw the pooch and would let, like, Bailey somehow beat her. At the time when Bailey, in my opinion, 
was not where she's at right now. Mm. Or a Sasha, or any of them for that matter. Flair, any of them. Like, she's a commodity. Uh, Louis XIII, Buck99, saying, thoughts on the Hurt Business turning babyface? I don't uh, think it was a full face turn. Text messages back. Suck it, guys. Oh. Here we go. Matt. Break, really breaking know. news. The ref thought I was out. The scoop uh, print, getting the scoop. No, I don't want to do draw. That's my friend. Um, <laughs> While he's like reading. No, While you're you, reading out loud. Cause, no, because you guys are going to repeat this. No, you didn't hear any of that. Yeah, it's just, not like I, we're I on just, the air. Yeah, I didn't just hear what you just said about <laughs> the ref. Uh, but that's the official line. There's nothing controversial about that. That's, that's what they said, basically. It's, oh, really? All right, good. Because she said, it says that, uh, she said the ref thought I was out. I don't know what's going on. So after that, um, Keith Lee talking about the opportunity to face Drew McIntyre tonight. But then we had Bobby Lashley versus Eric from the Viking Raiders. Bobby Lashley, uh, yeah, decisive win. That was good. Bobby looked good. But yeah, like I just don't take the Viking Raiders seriously. Um, Kevin Owens backstage, Sarah Schreiber asking, why is it the Galister Black developed a vendetta against him? I like Owens' promo, I like the jokes about Hot Topic not taking his coupon. Um, and uh, we had that match a little later tonight. Um, Shane McMahon was backstage with Raw Underground, and uh, a wild Braun Strowman appeared, saying he wanted to beat somebody up. So he was going to be in the Raw Underground tonight. Then, uh, before the Steel Cage match between Seth Rollins and... Dominic Mysterio, Seth was backstage talking to Murphy and uh, started smacking him around, saying, don't be ringside, beat the crap out of him. Really disrespectful to his disciple uh, before this match. Uh, then we had our truth backstage doing a commercial for Kit Kat with Liv Morgan involved. Whoopie do. That was cute. Uh, Mandy Rose was traded to Raw. We got that news that was on Talking Smack this last week. There was a brief coming soon promo. But then the Steel Cage match, Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. And Dominic Mysterio's streak of great matches continues. Seth Rollins did go over tonight. But, Justin, what did you think about this match? Well, the match was good. Look, i, I got to say, um, Dominic has not had a bad showing yet in his matches. I mean, he you could argue Dominic Mysterio is in the top two or three of the best babyfaces WWE has right now. Uh, and, 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 and I'm sure some credit should go to Seth. This was good. Um I will say this, this is a this is a whole other topic away from him. So because they're in the Thunderdome, they can't have the steel cage already assembled and then just lowered like we are so accustomed to seeing. They had to manually put the cage up live as they're on air. So if you're watching, they took about 15 minutes of just video packages, raw underground teases, whatever just to fill to get the so product so the crew could get the steel cage and, and then they and then they took another 15 20 minutes to get the cage down it's so killed the pace of this show i like nothing happened in this match that was like that had to be like at this point in the show i don't know why start raw with this where they could already have the cage constructed i think this would actually have been a pretty hot start that's actually my biggest complaint the match itself was fine Dominic again, good performance. There was drama with with Rollins and Murphy. I think they just killed the momentum. They did. They they wasted in at the the total, uh, you know, twenty five minutes of just showing a fluff so they could get the cage up and down. It was just that that actually that's my biggest complaint. But Dominic, great. Seth, good stuff here. Uh, Dominic has really impressed me. Yeah. 
And then after uh, Seth wins, he beats up Murphy some more at ringside. Right. Of course he does. Good heel heat. And then, and that's not, let's not forget, they kind of tease Ray's daughter. Oh, yeah. Check, checking on Murphy. Kind of showing a little, uh, like, kind of setting a little plan of seeds. Yeah, that he that she's got a little bit of a uh, poor yeah. Murphy. All right, good stuff. Mysterio That's, family better be getting a reality show out of all this. I yeah, I hope so too. They're gonna move in next to the Bradshaws. If you haven't heard, the Bradshaws have a reality show coming. Tina Miller with a ten dollar follow up. Tina, you didn't have to spend money to follow up on this, but she said it's knee jerk reaction. Growing up, I was drilled on my wrestling knowledge to prove I'm a fan. LOL. I'm 33. I've been watching for 28 years. I'm not ashamed to admit I'm wrong about your intent. Uh, so there you go. She was Thank you. means she was five when she started. Wow, that's insane. No, I, I think that's the thing. I think that there is the great thing about wrestling right now is there is no stereotypical wrestling fan. I think we no. just like to bust the balls or. Uh, female equivalent of uh, the any of the commenters that comment on the show, depending on our mood. Uh, so Yes, sir. Good job, Tina. Uh, and I'd like to point out, looks can be deceiving because when it comes to wrestling, Matt Morgan is a bigger wrestling nerd than me and Justin combined. Are you shitting me? I know everything. I, yes, I'm the biggest mark in the world. And I gladly own that and admit it. And he could also bench press me and Justin combined. So yes, that's I saying can. something. Uh, so... After this, uh, Dolph Ziggler and the Raw Underground. <laughs> I can't wait till the three of us get to be together for our WrestleMania party. We got screwed because of COVID this year. I cannot I know. wait. That was going to be so cool. Yeah. That was. Tampa, that was going to be pretty sweet. To have us and Raj and all of us in one one place together with the fans. Yeah, they're great, but just us. We're just, we'll put everything on Raj's check. Uh, just he gets just us three. The just us three. Oh, the, tab, the tab's going to his country club account. Absolutely. <laughs> So uh, Dolph took on Riddick Moss backstage. We're the original three of this podcast, folks, if you keep his score at home. Him, well, not the him, original him. Of, of this nope. era. We're the best of the best. All right, we'll throw true. it out there. Uh, so four years now, Matt, we've been doing this together. Yes. You and I. Yes. That's kind of crazy. And, and we're all real friends in real life, too, on top of it, which is even yes. cooler, honestly. Uh, Ishwar Nataraj, five dollars. Keep up the great job, guys. I always enjoy listening to your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Ishwar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so and yeah, Dolph Ziggler is on the Smith's point. I was busy tonight. He was on commentary earlier in the show. Then he went to the underground. Then MVP <laughs> was on commentary. What? Where was Samoa Joe tonight? What happened with that? So going what's going on with rumors? I'm hearing about him going to AEW. Is there? Is that just like nonsensical? Like fifth party wrestling mark sheets? Do you know what I mean? I just make up random crap that has no shot in hell of ever happening. Like when I was wrestling, there was like certain sites that just made nonsensical headlines that like were never going to happen. Hulk Hogan going to drop the title to Sean Waltman. Like like crazy crap like that. Like little crap sites like that nobody goes to. Is it is that it? Or is there any truth to the potential of Samoa Joe somehow getting AEW? I haven't heard about Joe specifically, but I will say the the Twitter account that we often reference, WrestleVotes, which has been right like 98 times Every out of 100. Time. Yeah, yeah. WrestleVotes tweeted, I think it was today, that they weren't going to say the name of the talent, obviously, for... Oh, uh, yeah. But they what said they said there's a, there's, a, there's a big name talent who they pretty much know has told the office they're not re-signing once their deal's up. That's obviously a wide net to cast, so Damn. I have those. Yeah, I hope it's Joe for his own good. That dude still got so much work left in him. Oh God, I hope it's Joe. He gets a shot, man. Love Joe. That'd be awesome. 
me and Joe have been best friends for like, I don't know, like nine and a half years now. We oh, met wow. back, we met back in like, you know, uh, wrestling camp, you know, we had like a secret handshake together and stuff. And, uh, wow. I haven't watched wrestling, I haven't watched wrestling like in 19 years, but it's cool, you know, to be able to watch him do his thing and I'm happy for him. Come on. That was awesome. Guys, put that over. Who did I just? Come on, you guys suck. You guys. We put you. We, no, we put you over <laughs> by not interrupting you. We let you have your sound bite. That was a humongous Amadonis. <laughs> I got it. I took you a second. But I got it. Balls, Sam. We're family, bro. I'm about to. I'm about to call Sam. I'm get, we're gonna get Sam on. on yeah. The hey, Justin, here. can you call Sam and ask him to text Samoa Joe to ask right. what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not to say about that. Just say about. Give us a, st- a random story. Hang on. Why you guys are friends. Let me speak to text here real quick. <laughs> hey, Sam, comma, Matt's trolling you hard. Could you please text? <laughs> could you please text Mickey James? Can fair. we get the scoop <laughs> on the get, finish? I did give you guys a scoop. Can you also tell us by the accident. finish of what Mickey says? I oh, by the way, are you going to watch the PS5 stream? That would be really good. We could also eat some cereal together tomorrow morning. Uh, I hear that the protein is going to be Matt Morgan recommended for your daily needs. Hashtag this joke died like a minute ago. Um, listen, uh, the Mickey James tidbit. I thought I was. Can I tell you the worst part? I thought because I was reading it, I was reading it out loud as I was reading it. I didn't know you guys could hear me as I was. You're on a live it. microphone. <laughs> If I don't see you guys, I didn't think you could. You better send Mickey some flowers tomorrow, Matt. Uh, nice note. Matt, there is, there is a mute button. Maybe, maybe an edible arrangement. No, not when you're really like, if you guys are on your phone recording this, if you hit the Apple or the iPhone black button on the bottom, right? And you go yeah. to like your text messages. I assume that wasn't being recorded. <laughs> no, we can still hear you. We just no, can't see you. So John Cena's pulse about five dollars wants to know what's the end game of the Dominic storyline. Turn on Ray, fight other heels, or does he just disappear Ooh. off TV after finally beating Seth? So uh, he's done a lot. He, he's got uh, what what generally happens, you guys, is he's done amazing for what's been asked of him. Holy mackerel, has he done amazing? You guys got to call a spade a spade on this. He has. And what usually happens in this predicament is that that talent. Well, generally, I look at David Flair, maybe not the best example, but mm. other families, uh, uh, very famous wrestlers, kids, whatever have you, uh, relatives, Horace Hogan, not Horace Hogan, terrible example, even worse, um, get sent down to developmental um, after their TV, sto- their TV script storyline is yeah. over with to get more seasoning. And the hope is to bring them back to TV with something new one day. Um, he's going to benefit greatly from that. I think... Honestly, Dominic Mysterio is going to be a very, very good wrestler. Here he is. But he's I think this be... is different, though. This isn't like then, Maven getting his debut match and then going to OVW after. You know, he, he didn't do that though. Actually, didn't Maven go down for like? He went to HWA after yeah. his debut match, but then he was on Raw all the time. That's I mean, true. The dude, but he... the dude was the dude was a guest GM for Monday Night Raw in his rookie year, deciding like matches for Triple H and shit. That's probably He'll... why they started sending people down. He eliminated. <laughs> He eliminated Undertaker, Undertaker. I think, Drop in ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. Yeah. And then the next night. No, no, I was on Tough Enough two thousand. Yeah, I was. It would have been two thousand. Tough Enough two thousand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he eliminated Taker, and then the next night on Raw, oh, Raw started. One. Didn't Raw start with him like beating the sh- like Taker was beating the shit out of Maven? Oh, he destroyed him. Um, yeah. 
But real quick, um, back to Dominic. Seriously, Mister, I think he's awesome. I think he's gonna only get better. They're gonna send him to NXT, and he'll increase that awesomeness. I hope, and they'll bring him back with something. He's not gonna be on TV for the rest of the time, guys. No way. No. I don't know. I think this is different. I think based on the opportunities they're giving him, I think this is. Uh... So you think he's gonna be an every week character? He has been for like the last six months. Yes. Not and six months, but grouped with his father. Okay. And he has, he absolutely has, but it's going to wear, it's going to wear itself thin and he's going to have to go to training. He's got so much. He still needs to learn. I don't want I to agree. Up, but, kid. but what wrestling talent, whether it's a celebrity, whether it's an offspring, David flair, go back to WCW. Hmm. He was getting pay-per-view matches, main events on raw. He was cage matches. He this flair was. Yes. David Fla- flair was. Yeah. David flair was. Nitro centric paper all over, actually. Yeah. And then they what, took him off the, the air and put him in developmental and then the, brought him back. They WWE, just took him off. When yeah, WWE well, took over WCW, yes. they most certainly sent his ass to WWE because uh, I like David. He needed it. Okay. But, Alan, but when he was at WCW, he made a lot of money there. He wasn't, he le- him, wasn't he legit married to Tory? No. But I don't want to say anything else. Alan Khan, Canadian $5. <laughs> he, shared other, he shared other factors with me about her. Alan Kahn, Canadian Stacey. $5. Sorry. Is well, maybe that, maybe, oh, no, no, no. That's who I meant. Stacy's who I meant. Stacy. That's who I meant. Never married, never married, but other other ventures, as he would put it. Other Gun. stipulations. Yes. Activities. Alan Kahn, <laughs> Gimmicks. Canadian $5. Gimmicks. Is Braun permanently moving to Raw? Or is this just for Raw Underground? It makes sense as it clears the field on SmackDown for Roman versus The Fiend. So uh, tonight in Raw Underground... Braun beat up Titus. Braun beat up Riddick. Can I tell you a much cooler story about that? No offense. We'll get to that in a second, Alan. I'm getting a refill. Joe Boo needs a refill. Fans (laughs) want to hear this much more. So can I tell you where David Flair... No, 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 no. Get back here. Justin. (laughs) Justin. Save it. We'll save it. We'll talk about it. But what did you think of Braun, the idea of Braun going to Raw and Braun in the Raw Underground tonight beating dudes up? I mean, he felt like a big attraction. No, he didn't. He doesn't need this. You don't think so? Braun, if he was debuting, yes. Not... Braun Strowman's a former champion. Like, I'm not saying it's beneath him, but this is where I want to see Baba Tombe or Aga Kamba, whatever the hell his name is, just eat people. I don't, I want to see somebody new I've never seen before. I don't want to see Dolph Ziggler all of a sudden be super duper like shooter brother all of a sudden at a left field. I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling this, this segment anymore. It's not raw. It's corny as hell. I'm over it. Check. Please. And I'm going to get back to the David Flair story because the fans will think it's the most entertaining part of this show. I will promise you all. Go ahead. Antoine Fair paying $5 to rat out Raj Giri, saying that he <laughs> wasted no time tweeting Matt breaking news about Mickey LMAO. You got to be shitting me. <laughs> You're going to be sending her. You have to be kidding me. Come on, Raj. You're going to be sending her an edible arrangement tomorrow. I mean, in fairness, what she said is in what they basically said on the air. It's, it's I don't think she's on the air. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Don't but uh, yeah. Yeah. Then, I know. I was going to, I was going to ask you off the air. Like, Hey, was that okay? I'm like, Oh, scoops geary there. Super. Uh, super. Uh, here we go. Jody, Shauna Jenkins, Canadian $5. Which legend would you prefer to see as the leader of retribution? Max moon or the berserker? <laughs> that was well played because I'm looking at the picture and the name and go, God dang it, you got me. 
That was good. That was good. But Berserker, for sure. Berserker. There you go. Uh, Bear Hudson, $9, with Tesla wrestling this weekend. Does this now set her up to sign with WWE or AEW, maybe NXT? I think we're closer to seeing her return Why? soon. Why? Because uh, I mean, she's doing gigs. She's got stuff going on. She's not under contract. I mean, let me put it this way, Matt. AEW, the, what's the big knock about AEW's women's division? They don't have right. the great talent because WWE signed all the best women, and AEW has to make do with the rest. Tessa's right. the, big, the biggest get in terms of talent and name right. recognition. Oh. Yeah, so I think that's why people are so interested about this. No, 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 no. I'm sorry my volume is screwed up. I'll yell so everybody can hear me. But why? Because she's wrestling this weekend. All of a sudden, does that make her like some option between either of the two companies versus last week? I don't know. Oh, she's she's not going. She's not going. Justin's back. Justin asked me a question (laughs) about. um, She's not going to AEW, by the way. David Flair. And so when did I learn that information about David Flair and a certain other diva at the time with very long legs? And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Wait a minute. First time listen, my very first time meeting David Flair earlier that day, we were in a nightclub bathroom and I was using the urinal. And there's David Flair to my right, sharing this little bundle of information with me. Doesn't know me from Adam, but just decided to throw it out there. That's something to throw out there. Let's be honest, boys. That's something you're going to throw out there, right? So Alan Khan asked, again, is Braun permanently moving to Raw or was it just for Raw Underground? I think he's moving to Raw. Good question. As he says, to make Braun SmackDown for Roman versus The Fiend. I I don't like him there because I think he messed this shit. If you're going to treat him like as a top guy, this makes sense because on SmackDown, he's not a top guy with, like they just said, Fiend and uh, Roman, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think he needs, guys, I don't think he needs to be on the underground, though. The underground is for mid-card talents that ain't doing crap or a, a, a newbie that we've not, we don't, we've not seen or we don't know much of mm. for the most part. I mean, I think him versus Davocado is actually a hell of a match. Oh yes, no, no, it is. I agree. But I don't know. I mean, but it's not a match. It's it's yeah. a raw that's the underground problem. fight. That's the problem. It's, it's with shoot, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. Two dollar and fourteen cents. What's no Justin? Are you a gamer? What kind of question is that? T A J. Uh, no, I would not classify myself as a gamer. I don't. I actually don't even own a gaming system now. I, I, I look like 10 years ago, I used to do a lot of the sports games, the Madden's, the NHL's, the maybe the Grand Theft Auto's, but like now it's it's reduced Listen, to my just what, what played get, game since like the Bulls versus Lakers in the NBA playoffs on Sega Genesis. Matt, you haven't had a good shutdown since the seventh, the seventh grade picnic. Be quiet. Um, look, I will play with my brother in law, I'll do some Madden, I'll do some Madden action, and I'll go over his place, but. I, I just, uh, other than Madden or NHL, I don't really get into the, the video games anymore. Okay. So Justin Lopez, $5 saying, boy, they really don't have plans for Braun when you put him on underground. He's not I agree. Raw talent. Yes. Uh, but Peter Pasifume saying they said any talent for SmackDown could show up to the Raw underground. So I guess uh, the door is always open at Shane's 
Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. Except it's not. You have to get by the big seven-foot guy. By the door. But once you get past him, the door is always open. Who uh, towers over Braun, by the way. Terrible camera shot of, of diminishing yeah. Braun. Uh, the safe bet would be uh, a friend from China. Uh, $5 saying the safe bet would be Dom turning on Ray, but it would really wow. be a bolder move if wow. Ray turns on Dom. Kind of, I'm not ready what for happened? you to take my crown story. Yeah, I don't think they're breaking them up. Ain't happening. He's too young. They ain't ready. That's a money feud. Um, maybe five years from now. Yeah. Ray's got to look like more of an adult, I think, uh, before that can happen. Kevin Owens <laughs> versus Aleister Black. Here we were saying, oh, good. They're finally giving Aleister Black something, something real. But then Kevin Owens wins tonight. It's the stunner. Um, I don't get it. Yeah. And why? And why? You know, this. I'm watching this. My wife's actually in the room. And I said, hey, hang on a second. Kevin Owens is coming out. I said, hey, hang on. The guy that he's going to fight, check his entrance out. Because Aleister Black's entrance, you know, with the rising up. I'm like, this is cool. And of course, cool. he and he jumps, he jumps KO. So we don't, we have not got his entrance literally since the pandemic has started. Because remember, there was a time in the PC where he was coming out helping Humberto career. Like, I don't know why they did away with what was one of the coolest visual entrances. And he's now like, just he just makes random beelines to the, the ring. I don't know what the story is here. I don't know. Uh, so breaking news and one that will have devastating effects on the wrestling Inc. podcast, Leonza Duncan with a $5 super chat saying, Hey guys, I have a new job from 1 PM to 10 PM. So no more watching live. Sorry, Raj, no more super chat money. Raj is going to have to cancel his country club membership, uh, with Leonza Duncan, not, uh, underwriting that, but he just super chat money Leonza, to tell us that, that. Hey, hang on, enjoy hang on. these last Leonza. $5 Raj. I'm trying to talk here. Leonza, that is one hell of a work day. Nine hours? Good Lord. Um, privately message me. Tell me what your new job is. I'm happy for you. Seriously, good job, brother. No, great for the job, but he spent money to say that he wasn't going to spend money. You know, uh, hey, I went to... He got a job. Hey, he got a job in the middle of a pandemic. I'm happy for the brother. No, that's great. I'm not discarding that. I'm just saying, don't spend money to tell us you're not going to spend money. Just, Just tell us. Just message us. I uh, once had an argument with a boss of a job I didn't stay at for very long who said, so our hours are nine to six. And I went, sir, the song is called nine to five. And uh, I adhere to the gospel of Dolly Parton. So uh, you're not getting that extra hour out of me. It's just how it's going to be. I left two weeks later. Matt Morgan telling me I'm number one. I agree. You're number one too, buddy. Matt is this? salt. Matt is salt like you city. You guys hear this? Can y'all hear this? Salt Lake City. Turn it up, brothers. We need like an an alter ego. Matt, did you ever have that? Like, this is beast tonight that we're getting here. Like, Matt needs like a heel alter ego for when he's having a move. No, I'm eating a steak sandwich right now and you're interrupting it, but continue. I'm interrupting your steak sandwich. There you go. <laughs> uh, so much so, being done at midnight tonight. Yeah, uh, the Riot Squad versus Lana and Natalia. The Riot Squad looked dominant here, beat Lana and Natalia. But after Shayna and Nia hit the ring and uh, beat up Lana and Natalia, and Nia Jax put Lana through a table. Nice. I don't think it's. I dug this. I like this. I don't think it's a coincidence. This is the most Lana has been on the receiving end of getting her ass kicked, and it comes a week after her husband shows up and tells For WWE sure. to stick their breasts yes. ring up their ass. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Lana can still get out of this. You got to take the shit storm when Vince gets all huffy puffy like this. You know what I mean? 
But I'm not wrong, right? This, it's not a coincidence. No, of course it's not. Yeah. But if she can show she can take it, which is ridiculous, she shouldn't have to, okay? But if she can show she can take it, just like any other guy, if the situations were reversed, let's say it was Matt Hardy. Lita went to WCW back in the day for just just for happenstance, let's just say, just for example, and analogy purposes. Um, seriously, you got to show you can eat shit, even though it's not fair. Um, in front of Vince, and if you can, hopefully, he he pushes you through that wall, and all, and, and you'll get your normal. Even though she really, I take that back. She really wasn't being pushed, right? She really wasn't doing much of anything, right? For the most She's part, been on TV. I mean, better than what Dana Brooks had lately. She just has different love and, interests. You know she I was married to Dana, Bobby Lashley. I, I jumped on the Dana Brooke uh, Dana Brooke train with uh, uh, Glenn here. Eventually, she is she she is much more talented than they give her credit for. I agree. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, as Justin Lopez, two dollars super chats pointing out, I see someone showed Vince Miro's brass ring promo. I mean, it certainly does seem in response. I mean, no offense to listen. No offense to Miro. That he's no, brother. You're like the sixteenth guy to say that. Yeah. Like that yeah. wasn't groundbreaking. That was not groundbreaking, brother. Yeah. Well, that was the issue it just that was we talked about with it. Very basic. Uh, we went back for one last look at Shane McMahon's Raw Underground, where Braun Strowman was still dominating, and uh, he got into it with Dolph Ziggler. They were staring at each other. Shane got in, or Dabakado stepped up uh, at the end, and we had a stare down between Dabakado and Braun Strowman staring at each other. Shane got in between the two big men as they faced off. Shane says this is going to happen next week. So that was the end of Raw Underground. Then we had the main event, Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee, a match that uh, got going. And they got into it, but man, no finish on this. There was supposed to be a step that this if he terrible. won, he would replace Orton at Clash of Champions. But before they could finish this, Retribution came out, started beating up Lee and McIntyre. And then the Hurt Business came out, got into it with Retribution. And uh, then uh, McIntyre and Lee, uh, yeah, like uh, we're standing tall at the end of all this uh, with the Retribution and the Hurt Business laid out as Raw went off the air. So I'm pretty sure I heard Mojo, his voice with Retribution. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, just, just, just you saying that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I just feel like, okay, so they thought, WWE thought, that, oh my God, this is the three hottest things colliding here we've got mcintyre and lee and their their you know uh frenemies uh, and what they're having yeah yeah. so we got that then we got the hurt business who's just on fire as of late now with the new fourth member and then retribution where the people can't stop talking about retribution and we're going to go off the air with all of them in the ring in this segment so this is an example of jimmy uh of corny's example of don't get any on you matt you don't want to get on the show tonight because it's going to be the shits, and you don't want to get any on you. This is an example of the Hurt Business, Drew, and Lee getting some on them. Yeah. Retro yeah, I don't know. Corny as shit, and I'm just going to say it. I mean, I'm fine with the no finish to Drew and Keith, and if especially if he gets Keith into the match at uh, Clash. Um like the logic thing is like you're you're fighting retribution. Why do you not just pin them to the ground and start to unmask them? I, I don't know. Yeah, like, but, what, but one of the guys' mask was coming down. Why? What? Say it again. Why don't if if you're fighting retribution, why don't you just pin one of them down and start to unmask them? You know, I mean, I don't know. Here, here's one thing I will say though. 
it kind of feels like WWE, they've been trying to build up Hurt Business, and they're also now positioning Hurt Business to be the stable. No, too fast. Way too fast. Well, well, they're trying to position them to be the stable that's going to be the first opponent to Retribution. So I will say, if you tell me on this particular pay-per-view, it's going to be the Hurt Business, four guys and them against four guys at Retribution, I at least am intrigued to see, okay, well, who the four, do the, how they get unveiled. I at least have that. There's a big chance that I'm going to be disappointed, but I at Her least business is not ready to take an L yet. No way. No, no way. I, I didn't say they, well, they're, they're, they're still a forming group. They just got their fourth member. Before that, how many? They've been two months together, right? With Bobby and MVP. Right, and but look at how fast seven. they're. Look at how fast they're being booked each night. MVP was across the show. He was in so many segments. He was on commentary. They are trying to fast yeah. pass the okay. business. Doesn't mean it's right. I'm not saying I'm, it's I'm right. Saying I don't, I'm saying I don't agree with that. That's all. But here's the other point, Matt. At this at this point, I'm tired of the slow burn, corny attacks of retribution. I need no, to get something. I want retribution to not come out. I don't want them no. to be exposed. I want them to go away. And WWE asks us to pretend we never saw them. Uh, Thomas Biles, 499. The lights flickered during KO and Alistair match tonight. Is KO the leader of Retribution? You gotta be uh, shitting me. You have to be shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Oh, Alistair Black, uh, T Jr. said Alistair Black said on Raw Talk that Kevin Owens is the leader of Retribution and needs proof. Uh, oh, you know I, what? I'll take, listen, for what it's worth, you know, I think it's crazy. If KO, for whatever reason, was the leader, I think he'd be a great mouthpiece. Having one person who's an established TV star. A Brian, a KO, somebody who's who's Sammy, at least one. Sammy, Sammy would be the best. He's not gonna be, but he would be good. Having yeah, somebody who's at least Sammy. won a title, but still Sammy? can argue someone who literally had a title handed to him, but somebody who can argue that like they've still had issues with the machine. That would be the most credible thing. That again, or I go back to my Triple H thing of Triple H trying to overthrow Vince. That's the only two things I can okay. I can see. Ugh, Triple H is uh, going to wrestle, though. He's going to be the old guy. Bear Hudson, $5, saying, I asked because Tessa was emotional after her match. It looked like this could have been her last indie match before she signs with someone. Interesting. That's good information. Who wrote that? Go back. That was uh, Bear Hudson. So, Garage, you freaking Mark. Are you going to write Bear Hudson uh, from their Super Chat? Just <laughs> gave us breaking news. That Tess is going to WWE because she was emotional after a match. Stooge. Seriously, what a stooge. Yeah. Never again. Never again am I going to uh, click over and text somebody and ask the talent a real legitimate question here. Stooge McGee, breaking news right now. You're loving this. You're loving this, Glenn. Well, we had a good four-year run on this podcast, Matt. I've really enjoyed doing this with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll be successful in whatever else you pursue. That politics thing seems like it's going. Hey, well Matt. I, I've heard Raj is ready. Only, only a leader of fifteen thousand residents. City, no big deal. I've heard Raj what? is ready to wish you in your future best in your future yeah. endeavors. <laughs> Samadon right is there. just standing by waiting for that. <laughs> there it is. There it is right there. There's nothing better than having wrestlers just to name drop. 
Yeah, uh, other, other other wrestlers. I, I I couldn't find that anywhere. I, I probably can't. You're probably right. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear Sam Adonis talk about all the members of the Monday Night Raw roster. He's gone to get fast food with and hung out with in car trips. Uh, yes, Glenn, get it in, Glenn. <laughs> Get it in, Glenn. I'm just riffing. Uh, so and all Sam, jokes, listen, Sam's a good I'll, addition to Wednesday night. I like Sam. Uh, all jokes aside, I can do this because I know Sam and I know his family even more. They're good people. He's a good. He's his brother. I know incredibly well. And I tried to put a word in for him when he came to TNA tryouts, and TNA effed up not signing him. Corey Graves, I'm talking about. And I uh, think. But, and, and and Dix, I wish she listened to me on that. The only one she ever listened to me on on signing was like Young Bucks. When me and Alex Shelley like literally had to force feed the Young Bucks on Terry Taylor's mouth, and then eventually when he wasn't responding, Dixie Carter. So me and Alex Shelley got the Young Bucks signed at TNA. I, I hope they don't use that against me with Generation Me. They put them in, but nonetheless, this when they were still in the Indies. But Corey uh, Matt back in the day, Corey Graves now desperately was trying to sign because in my opinion, he was better than CM Punk was. I'm dead ass serious about that. He was a great promo and he was a great in-ring talent, much better than people know how great he was. And I was, his, his he had the coolest tats on his hands. I said, stay down. I just thought that was dope as shit. And, uh, he was punk before Sam Punk was. I'll be honest. And and I met their family when I just got released from WWE. They're their very first independent company to reach out to me to book me. When I didn't know which way was up, what am I going to do with the rest of my career? I just got really shit canned from WWE. And Sam's dad reached out to me out there oh. in Pittsburgh area and brought me in. I slept on their couch, got at least 17 different times. Um, good, great family. So, like, I, I'd known Sam since Sam was a fat little wrestling fan that was a young little boy, young little heavy set boy. That now to see what he's doing is, it, you don't even understand, you guys. It's insane to see what this kid is able to do in the ring now. Like, I knew him as a little boy, literally talking about, like, wrestling figures and stuff. So it's cool to see what he's become. So I'm busting his balls because he's family. Yeah, yeah, to play off what Matt's saying, before everybody knew Corey Graves, Google Sterling James Keenan. Such a good heel. Such a good heel. And let me say this. To to what Matt was saying, yeah, he could go in the ring. He was punk before CM Punk. I'm dead serious. He's a better promo than CM Punk. Thank you. And I'm not knocking CM Punk. Thank you for saying that. No, they can see that. CM Punk gets all the fanfare because of the pipe bomb. Because right. WWE allowed him in storyline to, to, to look like he was to look like he was shooting on John Cena and the company. Give me and, that opportunity. That his mic was cut, that he yep. broke the fourth wall. When again, nothing happens on Monday night television that Vince doesn't approve. No, no, yes, no sir. microphones and cameras are on. So they allowed CM yep. Punk to get amplified as this rebel on a mic. I'm yep. not saying CM Punk's not a good promo. He of is, he is. Of but he is. he's not the best there ever was. And I will again say, if you can find Sterling the right, ma- if you can find the right material before he was Corey Graves, yep. who's on comment on commentary being quick witted heel because he's disqualified medically to wrestle. If you yep. can find Sterling James Keenan free Watch. on a microphone, he is a better promo than CM he Punk. Is. He's 100% right. There's, he's not blowing smoke. He's not BSing, folks. This dude had the craziest different... This is back before everybody had tattoos. Like, he had the craziest look. He had the coolest look, coolest promos. It, he had such heat. He was great at drawing heat. So fans would like, start cheering for him because he looked cool. He had tattoos everywhere. It was different. And he, by, with like 30 seconds on the mic, 
had everybody booing him, wanting to throw crap mm-hmm. at him. He was in a mega, uh, mega amazing heel. And, and I really, you know, he's doing great. I'm so happy for him. I'm so proud of him. I just, I always wish he got that opportunity in the wrestling format, though, because he was so damn good. So good. Much better than what you saw in NXT, by the way. But you know what? But he shines as a color commentator. He is, he is one of the, he is one of the best color commentators. You know, when Lawler, him and Joe, I could watch for the end of my days. When, when, when Lawler was in his heel prime in the Attitude Era, Lawler's good. Obviously, Heenan. Very good, Heenan, for sure. Corey Graves on heel commentary is up there. He he, his he ability. Does his job. He does his job. Yes, he does it, and he and he he can. He's so quick witted. It's so quick witted. People don't realize how how hard it is to be able to come up with a line oh, yeah. on live yeah. TV. But this is about putting our boy Sam over because we're busting his balls. Sam is taller, bigger, more muscular, and could do crazy things off the top rope. That big and better size. and better looking. All right, so fine, he is. Um, that can do crazy stuff off the top rope that most guys six foot four could never do in their dream. So I'm just busting balls because they're family. Go ahead. You want to get Bunch to Bucks this? 74, 490 on Super Chat saying Thunder Rosa said on her YouTube channel she had a tryout for WWE in 2019. They offered her as a job as an official. That's so WWE. What does so, that mean as an official? What like as a rep. Nah. You gotta, you, uh, I don't buy that. No, official, that. official doesn't necessarily mean ref. That could be... A trainer. Yeah, that could be a lot of things. Oh, reason, I don't not as a performer. That. That's the uh, key. I, I know he's getting it from her page, but why are you watching her YouTube channel? Is she, I, never mind. I'll shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> no, continue. We miss others. Go ahead. Anyhow, no, I think that's all the, the super chats. Oh, uh, final thoughts on Raw tonight. Uh, to quote Raj Giri, it was there. To, clo- to, to quote Raj Giri. Yeah. Oh, Ryback. Uh, no, <laughs> two thumbs down. That's okay. It's gonna be a struggle in the wrestling in the, like in the in the in the WWE booking world. It wasn't the worst, but again, they're dealing with two Monday Night Football games. They're dealing with the NBA playoffs. Thank I'm gonna you. be I'm gonna be very cons- I'm I'm very interested to see how they hold up in that competition because last Monday they took a huge dive down. The the <laughs> new car the new car smell, smell of the Thunderdome started Ooh. to wear off last week. <laughs> See, I'm a huge mark for the Thunderdome. I will say that. I don't know why. I like the Thunderdome. It makes me think that there are really legit fans there. Um, I love the, the, the piped-in sounds. I don't care that they're piped in. I do dig it. I love the new setup. I really do. It hasn't worn out on me just yet, Justin, but the storylines are terrible. I'm not intrigued by it. I will say on their part, it's smart to do this whole retribution angle uh, and this mystery angle with them because... That is the only thing this not this company, uh, this brand on Monday Night Raw has to offer that is new at all and unpredictable per se. All that's what I mean. The fact that they're setting up the hurt business to be maybe the first opponent fast forward button, don't you think? All they can do, Matt, all they can try to do with retribution, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch here, all they can do is to make the NWO third man angle. Who's going to be revealed? Who's going to come to the ring? Who's going to get unmasked? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It better f- which, which, which it, bite, it, I'll, I'll bite on that. It better f and deliver. It be- it that's be- all oh, I can say. I agree, yeah. bro. It's got to be at first, guys. We were saying Roman Reigns. We were saying Big E. We were saying Miz. We were saying even Sami Zayn. It has gonna, to be a big ass name. 
In fact, I'm going to say with the current lineup, John the Cena. current members, the current oh, members, oh, 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 I love yes. that. The current members should never take off their masks. They're cooler with the masks on because if we see Why? that it's because if you see, it's like, oh well, that's Mojo, you know, or that's yeah. You uh, want your you want, you want your like three or four guys. Silver, John Silver ain't scared to walk out there without his mask <laughs> on. You want your three or four guys who are unmasked to be big <clears throat> impacts, but then everybody else yeah. who's frontline putty patrol soldiers to stay masked. Yeah. Yes, the unknown. The unknown's more exciting. Uh, if it's not good. Um, anyhow, uh, so what else? Give us some quick news here, Justin, before we take this home. Quick, quick, quick. All right. Uh, Jeff Hardy reveals in an interview that he has signed a new WWE deal. Uh, we don't wow. know exactly when, but it was sometime this past summer. One of the cool. interesting things about it was uh, a lot of fans have uh, requested since Jeff and Matt have split and Matt's in AEW. Uh, the Jeff, when he had his best run in 08 and 09 as a single star, he had his um, his his, his different theme music. Uh, oh, and yeah. so his wife had even commented on it, Beth, uh, basically saying that, like, when there's fans again, we will get that that theme music. Jeff kind of confirmed that in this interview. So it seems like Jeff Hardy is here to stay for some time in WWE. And that eventually, whenever there is fans again, he will get the no more words theme song oh, back. <laughs> the other uh, the other thing, a note on Wrestling Inc. Uh, that I bring up here. So, WrestleMania 37, this spring, scheduled to be in Los Angeles, obviously in, in this world of COVID-19. We don't know what's going to happen. That's still <coughs> away. But what's to note is WrestleMania 37 was scheduled. Sunday Mania was scheduled to be at the SoFi Arena, the new Rams Arena. That's like this billion-dollar uh, structure. But the other festivities, SmackDown, Hall of Fame, NXT, were supposed to be at the Staples Center, right? Well, that's coming to question because there is a band. I don't know who they are. I'm sure I'm going to get shit for <laughs> mispronouncing them. A band, a group, I think called... <clears throat> Grupo Ferme, maybe. Never heard of uh, them, jobbers. All right. <laughs> Who do they ever they beat? Ever beat? Right. <laughs> uh, they are actually they put it out on their on their platforms, and it's been confirmed by the Staples Center that they are having shows Friday, March 26th, and Saturday, March 27th. So if that is the case, the fact that would mean that would conflict with the. Friday Night SmackDown and Saturday NXT TakeOver. So the, the importance of this is there's been a lot of speculation. Will WWE still try to pursue Mania at LA? Will they try to move it back to Tampa as a make good since Florida seems to be a little bit more open to having wrestling? Uh, so this is a big thing that Staples Center is publicly saying this group is going to have a show and there's tickets on sale when we all thought wrestling would be occupying uh, the building. So, uh, you know, just something to keep an eye on as we move on here okay so a couple of super chats that we're taking at home justin lopez two dollars saying thunder rosa's tryout with wwe was as a ref so there i was right uh wrestling enthusiast buck 99 saying what if keith lee is secretly the leader of retribution i'll i'll take that i'll take that would make no sense why would they no interrupt sense. his match yeah listen it's not gonna happen but i would take it bear hudson five dollars there are reports that tessa hey, will meet uh, the reports of Tessa will meet with Triple H this week or next week. I just thought maybe she was close to signing soon. Listen, it could happen. Bear Hudson, Raj is stealing your comments as we speak and breaking <laughs> headlines with it. 
for the record, I didn't know any of that Bear Hudson, honestly. So I hope that's true, brother. I'd love okay. to see Tess in WWE. Big time. We'll, we'll see what happens. So on that note, Wednesday night, uh, Justin, Matt. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Ma- Raj, Matt, Sam, Sam and I'm gone. Friday night. Where are you me. going? I told you, the funeral. Oh, yeah, that's Where right. Where are you going, Glenn? I don't do Wednesdays anymore. Why? Why? It's just too much, dude. I got I got uh, I got movies to watch. I got things to catch up on. I got cereal to go eat. Yeah. What kind? Magic Spoon. Atta boy. Magicspoon.com slash WINC to get free shipping. The breakfast of champions. The breakfast of the blueprint himself. It is. Get that free shipping and 100 percent happiness guarantee. And 2 a.m. and my 2 a.m. midnight meal, you know, it's 2:30 in the morning when I eat it. Yes. Which is so true. You should not be having carbs late at night. High protein is yep. the way to go. Uh, so on that note, yes, we're going to catch you back here uh, Wednesday. I'll be back here Friday. Until then, everyone have a great night. We'll see you next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Bye, guys.